This show is supported by State Farm. You have insurance for your home, your health, and your car. Why don't you have insurance for your small business? So many small business owners think they don't need or don't even know about small business insurance. Protecting a source of revenue is one thing, but so is protecting all of your hard work and your team members. State Farm agents are all small business owners too, so they know how to help small business owners choose personalized policies that fit their budgets. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit. Money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit. Money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home. I call an 888 Money Pit. The Money Pit is presented by Lumber Liquidators, Quickcrete, Isonine, Home Advisor, and Speed Queen. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Coast to coast and floorboards to shingles, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. And what are you working on now that we are smack dab heading right into September when the weather starts to turn cooler and the trees start to get more beautiful? If there is a project on your to-do list inside or out, we'd love to help you out with some tips and some advice to get it done right. The number is one eight 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 money pit or you can post your questions to the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com. Coming up on today's show, the weather experts have spoken, and we are now in the midst of what's expected to be one of the worst hurricane seasons in recent memory. So are you ready? We're going to have some tips on making sure everyone stays safe coming up. And have you ever needed to replace a broken tile only to discover that you've got no extra ones lying around? Well, we're going to have some tips to find matching tiles, even where none seem to exist. And also ahead, our room is just a room until you add some amazing trim details. It's a project that involves a bit of carpentry, but don't let that scare you. It's pretty easy, and we're going to have tips and info on a terrific video that can walk you right through the project just ahead. Plus, we've also got a great reason for you to call or write us with your question. We've got up for grabs a $50 Amazon gift card, and that's courtesy of Speed Queen Washers and Dryers. It's going out to one lucky listener drawn at random from those that have posted a question to us anytime this week. So call us right now at one eight 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 Money Pit. Let's talk about what's going on in your house. Eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four. Heather in Rhode Island is dealing with a termite situation. Tell us what's going on. My fiance and I just well, we're in the process of hopefully purchasing a home. Congratulations! Thank you so much. We're very excited. But you know, we had our inspection on Friday, which okay. was you know a bit of a roller coaster. It actually uh-huh. it wasn't bad. Um, There were just some some very minor things, but right as the inspector was about to leave, he's walking out the garage, and he sees on the wall, um, just about a foot up, a termite tunnel. Okay. And so we, you know, when we talk about this with different people, some people are saying, oh, that's no big deal. Others are saying, oh, man, you got to have that looked into. Um, So we're actually, our realtor, we were waiting for some other tests to come back, the radon and all that. So he's going to now get in touch with our um, with the buyer's realtor to talk a little bit about the termite situation, but we just don't know if we should be really concerned about it or how much we should push back on the homeowner. Okay, so I can help you with that. I spent 20 years as a professional home inspector doing that exact job and have, uh, have surprised many a couple like yourself over the years with things that we've found. Um, I actually found termites or evidence of termites in about one out of three homes that I inspected because it was very common where I lived and where I worked. 
Now, let me ask you about this house. Uh, is it a, a house on a basement or a crawl space, or is it a slab? There's a basement. Okay, and, and is the basement finished? Is the ceiling finished? Can you see all of the floor joists? Um, no, it's not finished. Not finished. Okay, good. Well, look, you need to have a very thorough termite inspection and wood-destroying insect inspection done, first off where an inspector is going to examine the floor framing where it is along the outside wall. Usually they'll tap it with a probe or a long, heavy screwdriver to see if any damage has gotten into the wood. It's good that the basement is open and exposed like that because termites live in the soil and they come up in the wood to feed and they go back to the soil basically for moisture. So by checking that wood, that's the most common place. Uh, coming up in the garage is not unusual either, and it sounds like they came up along the outside of that foundation, of the interior foundation wall. That's fine, but you also need to sort of be aware they could go into the wall if it's behind drywall. Is the garage finished on that side, or can you see right up into the framing? Yep, it's finished. Okay, so then there that gets a little trickier to find, but a good inspector knows what to look for. Uh, you know, one little trick of the trade, by the way, is if you take a high-powered flashlight and you lay it flat on the wall... Um, you will see every little defect in the drywall surface itself. And if there's termite tunnels in there, you can almost see the tunnels because they'll be laying right below the paint. They, uh, termites are very tricky. They'll, if you think about drywall, it's plaster, than paper, than paint. Well, they'll like leave the plaster, leave the paint, but eat the paper. <laughs> so you can kind of see it that way. But once you have a thorough inspection done uh, and you have a better, have a better idea of, of whether or not you have damage, the fact that you have termites means nothing. You know, anybody can have termites, and I'll tell you how to treat them in a second. But you really want to know if you have termite damage. And by the way, uh, it's traditional for the seller to pay for termite treatment and termite damage repair because mortgage companies will generally not loan on a home that doesn't have a clear termite certification. So I think this falls all in the seller's lap, but you need to be sure that a very thorough inspection was done. Now, in terms of the treatment, that's changed a lot, too, over the last um, dec last couple of decades. Now, the treatment options that they use are treatments that are undetectable, termiticide. So they're chemicals that are applied, insecticide that are applied to the soil, and they're put below the slab in the garage, and they're put in the walls of the house. And as the termites pass through these, um, cavities that insecticide gets on them and they take it back to their nest and then it kind of uh, wipes out the entire nest. It's kind of like germ warfare for termites. It's really effective. Um, the brand that I would recommend, recommend is called Termidor, T-E-R-M-I-D-O-R. It's made by BASF and it's a uh, it's fantastic product. And uh, if you have it done professionally, I think it can be installed safely and give you years of, of protection against further termite infestations. Awesome. That's great news. I'm, I'm glad to, thanks for sharing that. Usually that's on the seller to um, yep. hopefully pay. For. That was Absolutely. part of our concern. Yep. Good. All right. Well, good luck with that. And congratulations again. When are you guys getting married? Thanks so much. Uh, next May. Good luck. And call us back when it's time to build a nursery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do. Thanks a lot. Guys. All right. Bye-bye. Sal in Massachusetts is on the line with a question about an asphalt driveway. What's going on? Last year I had a uh, driveway. Uh, asphalted. Uh, they took out the old driveway and put in a new. Okay. And uh, this year, I noticed that uh, there were some cracks starting to evolve along the sides, of the edges of the driveway. But they were uh, they were going into the asphalt and looked, looked like a uh, uh, concave 
It was almost settling. Exactly. It sounds a lot like the company that did the driveway for you didn't prep properly. Because if they didn't compact the grade underneath that driveway as part of this, or if they didn't put in enough asphalt, then that's going to happen. So I I think you need to go back to the company that did the original installation, because I think this is something that should have been warrantied. It's indicative of, uh, of poor workmanship, in my view. I, I didn't realize that. I did call the uh, I did call the original contractor, and uh, uh, he came out and looked at it. and He said it was uh, uh, chipmunks. I said, "What chipmunks? You said, mean groundhogs?" So I said, "I never heard of that before." And he said, "Oh yeah." I said, "I got a lot of a lot of uh, calls on that." So I said, "Well, he knows better than I do. So he's got more experience than I have." Uh, listen, you know, I, I've had plenty of groundhogs in homes that I've. Uh, owned and you know I, I ultimately get rid of them because we use gr- uh, grub control on the on the soil and on the grass. But you know this kind of a settling like this, it sounds bigger than what would happen if there was a tunnel from a, from a groundhog. Yeah, I think it wasn't prepped properly. But it's a very creative excuse. I'll give them that. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't seem possible. All right, sorry we don't have better news for you. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at eight 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 Money Pit. Give us a call with your question now at 888 Pit, presented by HomeAdvisor. They make it fast and easy to find top-rated home pros that you can trust for any home project. And if you're a service pro looking to grow your business and connect with project-ready homeowners, check out HomeAdvisor.com. And we've got a great reason now for you to call us with your home improvement question. Post it to the Money Pit's community page at MoneyPit.com. Thanks to our friends at Speed Queen who have given us $50 Amazon gift cards to give away. The number is one 888 or post that question to the Money Pit's community page at moneypit.com. We'll be back with more of the answers you need after this. You live in a Money Pit. Did you know that Americans take 20,000 breaths a day and spend an average of 90% of their time indoors? That's right. And according to the EPA, the level of indoor air pollutants can be two to five times higher than outdoor air and occasionally more than 100 times higher. Plus, every spring we get sucked with allergens, too. Well, Air Doctor is an air purifier that filters out dangerous contaminants like pollen, pet dander, dust mites and mold. Their Ultra HEPA filter has been independently tested to remove 99.99% of tested allergens, including bacteria and viruses. That's impressive. Now, Air Doctor also comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus the shipping. And they're offering a special discount to Money Pit listeners. Just head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT, and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Exclusive to podcast customers, you'll also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock this special offer in right now by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-Pro.com and use promo code MONEYPIT. That's AirDoctorPro.com, promo code MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by HomeAdvisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Post your question online at moneypit.com or call in your question now to 888 Money Pit, presented by Home Advisor. 
HomeAdvisor makes it fast and easy to find top-rated home pros that you can trust for any home project. And if you're a service pro looking to grow your business and connect with project-ready homeowners, you should also check out HomeAdvisor.com. Hey, if you do reach out to us with your home improvement question, we'll toss your name in the Money Pit hard hat because we've got a $50 Amazon gift card sponsored by Speed Queen. You know, they do make the best washers and dryers. They're built to last. They're built to last actually 25 years. They come with the industry's best warranty, and there's over 100 years of commercial reliability behind those machines. You'll find them at 2,800 dealers nationwide. The website is speedqueen.com. And they've given us an Amazon gift card worth 50 bucks to go out to one caller drawn at random. Make that you. The number again is one eight 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 Money Pit. Leslie, funny story in the yeah. happened in New Jersey uh, just a couple of weeks ago. A woman reached for eye drops and ended up gluing her eyes shut because guess what? What she thought was the eye drops was super glue. Apparently, this happens quite frequently. That's not funny. It's pretty scary. Tom, let me tell you, in our medicine cabinet in the bathroom at home, I have like one shelf that has like a couple of nail polishes and nail glue, and on the little shelf above it is my eye drops. And I don't know why I keep them in such close proximity to one another, but every single time I take out those eye drops, which is not often, but when I do, I will read that label like 18,000 times. <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is eye drops. Eye drops, See, not now. I don't get that, right? Like why is They're the you same super size, the well, same women, shape. I know that, but why do you keep them together? Do you use super glue when you do your nails or something? Why, why do you keep Sometimes them Sometimes if you thing? break your nail, you ah, have to like put okay. a little drop right. of glue on it and it keeps I it see. together. Uh, I see. So, okay. See, now being a guy, I didn't get that. I was just wondering why they would be in the same proximity. Cause I'm thinking for me, I'm thinking I keep glue, you know, on the shelf with my tools and, uh, I would keep eye drops in the medicine cabinet. Never the twain shall meet, but I guess I could see your point. Uh, and I guess if that's the case, what you really ought to do is one of those manufacturers ought to have a pretty dramatically looking different bottle or you ought to take a piece of tape or something, uh, and, and mark it you know, caution so that you don't physically grab the last one. But anyway, it turns out that um, she was okay. It was painful, obviously. But it turns out that the proteins in your eye actually do, will, after a number of hours, sort of dissolve the superglue. So uh, that's why hmm. I think so it all I worked out. So if I superglue my fingers together, I should just start crying on my hands? Yeah, there you go. And that'll do it. <laughs> all right. Let's learn. But I'm telling you, it has like scarred me for life. It's never happened to me. Now I know why uh, that uh, some folks keep it so close together. See, I've never had to repair a broken nail with superglue, or perhaps I would do the same thing. Well, you know, next time you're getting ready for a big black tie affair and you break a I'll nail, I won't tell you how to fix it. <laughs> Sherry in Texas is on the line with a question about a rusty washing machine. How can we help? I am. I moved into a condo about a year ago, and it came with a washer and dryer. The washing machine is a Kenmore Elite top loader, and it has a liquid bleach dispenser in the top area on the left-hand side. Well, clearly, it looks to me as though when you pour the bleach in, it must be eating from the inside out because right. it's rusted, and I, I don't know what do if I can do anything about it. So I thought I would give you a call and see what you think. How old is this washing machine? Well, I'm not 100% sure. I moved in a year ago. It's got to be maybe, you know, three, four years um, at least. If it's, you know, less than five, it probably should have, you know, some number of years left on it. It's probably worth fixing. The nice thing about Kenmore machines is they're very, very good with repair parts. So there's a good chance you can find repair parts to replace whatever is rusted out. The downside is, of course, this is really not a do-it-yourself project unless you're super handy. So you're going to have to have an appliance repair <laughs> pro. 
you know, do the work for you. But I would say that if it's a young appliance like that, then it's probably worth it. If it's, if it's, you know, uh, an older appliance or one that's, you know, pretty economically inexpensive appliance, then you might just kind of want to live with it as long as you can and then replace it. You know, Speed Queen is, is, uh, is a brand that we've been recommending a lot the last few months because they kind of blew us away with the fact that these machines are, are, are tested to 10,400 cycles, which is 25 years of, of normal use. So if you decide to get a new one, take a look at that brand. Okay, okay. So best bet is to contact Kenmore and see what they can offer me or ha- help me out with. Any repair person will have access to those parts okay. and know how to get those parts as well. You don't necessarily have to work through Sears, okay? Okay, okay. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. Well, as we move towards what's predicted to be a pretty bad hurricane season, it's very important to make sure every member of the household is ready for the storm. So here are a few tips that can help you out. Yeah, obviously, guys, you need food, water, and other survival basics. But you should also make sure that your emergency kit meets the day-to-day needs of your youngest and oldest loved ones living in your house. So you want to make a list of everything your child uses over the course of a few days and stock your emergency kit with them. And then update what's in those kits and the supplies as your children grow. And don't forget about any occasional remedies like a pain reliever or allergy medicine. All that kind of stuff. You want it in one big bin ready to go. Now, if you're on prescription meds that need a refill soon, you want to talk to your doctor or pharmacist about getting those filled early. Now, this can be an issue with insurance companies because they don't like to fill things early, right? So in that case, what you want to do is ask for what's called a vacation waiver. These are provided when medicine could run out while a patient is away from home. So if you ask for the waiver, there is a way to refill that prescription early. Yeah, and you also, guys, think about it. You might be without power, so have a plan for power. If this is the year that you've decided to get a standby generator, don't wait for a storm to push those prices up and create those big installation delays. Do it now. You are never going to have to worry about losing power again. I will tell you, since we put in our standby generator, maybe the power has gone out once for 30 minutes, maybe twice, and it's been four years, almost five years. And, you know, not that I'm saying I'm waiting for a big power outage, but to know that I'm prepared and it doesn't need to be used, <laughs> it's kind of, you know, six of one it's half a of the good feeling. Other. Absolutely. It really well, is. Yeah. I mean, you and I were both scarred by Hurricane Sandy being without power for two weeks. So uh, never will that happen again to never. us. And it shouldn't happen to you either. You know, the standby generator prices have come way down. If you'd like some more tips and how to be ready for whatever Mother Nature throws at you. We've got lots of resources online at moneypit.com. All right, Don in Missouri, you've got the Money Pit. How can we help you today? I called in about installing assist bars in a fiberglass shower stall. Now, the wall that this would be installed on, is it an exterior wall? Is it an interior wall? Any thoughts on that? It is. It backs up to an exterior wall. Hey, Don, I can certainly understand uh, that problem with your fiberglass shower stall. There is a type of connector that I'm familiar with that's made by Moen, and it's called Secure Mount. And basically, it's a system where you can essentially pinch that fiberglass wall and connect the grab bar right to it, or you can go through it completely and connect it 
to the backside of the drywall that's right below it. It's actually strong enough for that. It's a system that's engineered for scenarios like this and helps you to avoid having to use a stud to connect that grab bar to. I know that the secure mount anchors are sold at the Home Depot. The thing is, you have to make sure that you buy... If you buy the secure mount anchors, and there's videos online uh, at homedepot.com, if you buy the secure mount anchors, you have to buy the grab bar that's rated for secure mount because it's kind of like a system, and they all sort sort of bolts together. So I would look for the secure mount type of grab bar anchor and see if you think that'll do the trick, okay? Thank you. Have a great day. Good luck with that project. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Well, if you've ever had to replace a crack tile in the wall or the floor, the hardest part of the job is finding a replacement tile that matches it. Just ahead, Kevin O'Connor from This Old House is stopping by with a tip to help you do that. And today's This Old House tip on the Money Pit is presented by Lumber Liquidators. With over 400 varieties of bamboo, laminate, woodwork tile, vinyl plank, and hardwood floor for less. Hi, this is Mary Lou Henner from The Mary Lou Henner Show, and I'm obsessed with these guys. You're listening to The Money Pit. My buddies Tom Kreitler and Leslie Segretti. On The Money Pit Radio Show, pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home by calling 888-MONEY-PIT. This show is supported by State Farm. Insurance is a part of any solid financial plan. Making sure you have the important things in life covered is one of the best ways to give yourself a little breathing room when things go awry. It's important to protect not only your business, but yourself as a business owner and all current and future team members. State Farm agents know what it takes to run and protect a small business because State Farm agents are all small business owners and they live and work in your community. So they're deeply attuned to what's happening with other small businesses in your market. If you have a small business and are interested in making sure you're protected, reach out to your local State Farm agent to learn more about what you need. They'll help you find the right policy at the right price for your business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today. The Money Pit is presented by ADT, the security leader for over 140 years. Trust ADT to protect your home, family, and all you care about. At ADT, we know your security is only as strong as the people who are backing you up. For 24-7 monitoring and peace of mind, visit ADT.com. Making good homes better, this is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Hey, has that for sale sign been out on your lawn for longer than you were hoping for? Well, if so, you might want to think beyond just your curb appeal. We've got a few proven tricks for making your home more appealing to the next prospective buyer. Just search 10 home staging tips for a fast sale on MoneyPit.com. And whether you are buying, selling, or just enjoying your home, we're here for you every step of the way. Call in your home improvement question or your decor question right now to 888-MONEY-PIP, 888-666-3974, presented by HomeAdvisor, the fast and easy way to find the right pro for any kind of home project, whether it's a small repair or a major remodel. Phyllis in New York is working on a deck project. How can we help? Well, I was wondering how long I had to wait that the deck was replaced, was treated lumber, and I was told that I had to wait like six months before it 
going to be stained. Is that true? It's not a bad idea because the, the wood is so damp and so wet that if you stain it now, you don't get as much absorption. So I think you could wait six months to a year before you stain it the first time. And when you do that, you want to make sure you use a primer first and then a top coat over that, and that will give you maximum adhesion and a good, long-lasting deck finish. Okay. All right. Very good. Thanks for the information. It's a very informative program that you have. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Well, ceramic tiles, you know, they're durable and easy to care for, but from time to time, you might need to make repairs to your ceramic tile floor or your shower or your walls, and those repairs can vary from grouting repairs to even replacing some cracked tiles. Ah, yes, but the problem with replacing tiles is often not having matching tile handy. Kevin O'Connor, host of This Old House, joins us now with some magic tricks to make them reappear. Welcome, Kevin. Hi, guys. Great to be here. Well, you know, this is actually something that happens an awful lot as you set out to do a bathroom model, and it's not always with an old house. Even a 10-year-old tile can sometimes be hard to get your hands on. If you've got a little kid and he drops his tricycle on the bathroom floor because he's riding where he shouldn't be, (laughs) you're going to need a new tile from time to time. It's true. The number one tip that I would give people is um, there might be uh, or there should be an extra tile squirreled away somewhere. If you're doing a tile job or someone's doing a tile job for you, Get a little extra, put it in a box, label it, and put it down in the basement. That is the easiest way to get a perfect match. And that is so true, because in all of the years that I was a professional home inspector, and I went through thousands and thousands of basements and attics. Did you always find tile? You found boxes of tile everywhere. They do. People do squirrel them away. They put them up in the floor joists. They put them in all kinds of crazy places. You know, even if you misorder a tile for a job and say you're 10 square feet short, Suddenly, that manufacturer is looking to match that dye lot. You know, you really have to go back and, and take into consideration how was yours dyed, what was it baked at, to make sure that they match consistently, especially if you're covering, you know, an area where it's going to be obvious to the eye. Exactly. Now, what if you searched high and low and you can't find any extra tile? What are your options? Well, go hang your head and cry because <laughs> you, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. But there are other options. I would start with a well-stocked, um, well-respected tile store. There are going to probably be your best resource to find you that tile because they're going to recognize what you have. They're going to know the manufacturer, the style or such, and they're really going to have good resources to dig deep and go far into the tile industry. We've actually had good luck with one of the tile guys that we've worked with where he's able to turn a tile around, look at the back, and just from either the markings or an indication on the back, tell us exactly where that tile came from, who made it and such. So a good tile store, a really expensive experienced tile man or woman, they're going to be your first line of defense. Now, if you can't get your hands on a tile genie, as you are (laughs) able to do so, is it possible without damaging a tile to, say, move the refrigerator and take one from under there? Absolutely. I mean, we do it with wood floors all the time, right? You're you're down to the last two or three square feet on a repair. You go into the closet and you harvest some of that wood. (laughs) Well, do the same thing with tile. I mean, there are a lot of places where you're not looking at it all the time or can't see it all, as you point out, Leslie, underneath the refrigerator, Mm -hmm. go harvest one of those tiles, uh, and that'll save you a lot of time and energy trying to track down an exact match, because you know that that tile on the floor is going to be a match. Now, if it's really, really important to you, can you actually find tile companies out there that will make them for you to match? Yeah, believe it or not, you can get custom-made tiles just for what you want. Um, It's going to be a little bit more expensive than the tile off the shelves. Uh, We've seen some that are about $30 a square foot, but you're not going to need much, so it's not 
going to cost you a ton of money, and it is going to save you a lot of legwork and a lot of research. And then you can squirrel those extras away. <laughs> Buy a couple extra and be a good citizen. Leave them for the people afterwards. Now, let's say you try your best. You've gone everywhere. They can't match it. They can't custom make it. What can you do to fill that void but yet have the whole story make sense? Well, now you're out of magic and you're sort of into artwork. <laughs> you know, Now yeah. you're getting creative, and you're going to probably start thinking about an accent tile. You've got a little void in the floor or in the wall. You're going to put in something different. And so now all of a sudden, you're going to continue that accent maybe throughout the rest of the bathroom, the kitchen, or the floor. And you're going to make it look like it was a deliberate choice. So fake it till you make it. (laughs) (laughs) Kevin O'Connor from This Old House, thanks so much for stopping by the Money Pit. My pleasure, guys. Thank you. And for more tips just like that, including a great story about how to match old ceramic tile, head on over to thisoldhouse.com. And you can watch Kevin and the entire This Old House team on This Old House and Ask This Old House on your local PBS station. And Ask This Old House is brought to you on PBS by Gorilla Glue for the toughest jobs on planet Earth. Up next, do you want an easy way to dress up a boring room? Well, why not add some trim? It's a simple carpentry project that we're about to make even easier. We'll have that tip after this. You live in a body pit. Everyone should know that drinking water is important to staying hydrated and healthy. Having safe, clean water is the last thing you want to worry about, but unfortunately, according to extensive research by the Environmental Working Group, three out of four homes in America have harmful contaminants right in its tap water. That's why we are thrilled to be working with AquaTrue. AquaTrue purifiers use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, and their countertop purifiers work with no installation or plumbing. It removes 15 times more contaminants than ordinary pitcher filters and is specifically designed to combat chemicals like PFAs in your water supply. And they have water purifiers to fit every type of home, from installation-free countertop purifiers to higher-capacity under-sink options. They even have a Wi-Fi-connected purifier and mineral boost options. And its proprietary purification technology is independently tested by IATMO to NSF and ANSI standards to remove over 80 of the most harmful contaminants, including chlorine, fluoride, arsenic, PFAs known as forever chemicals, nitrate, and many more. I can truly taste the difference when I compare it with my old water filter. AquaTrue saves you money also. Just one set of filters from their classic purifier makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents a bottle. Plus, you'll save the environment from tons of plastic waste. AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee and even makes a great gift. And today, Money Pit listeners can receive 20% off any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to aquatrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter code MONEYPIT at checkout. That's 20% off any AquaTrue water purifier when you go to aquatrue.com and use promo code M-O-N-E-Y-P-I-T. MONEYPIT. The Money Pit is presented by QuickCrete. QuickCrete fast-setting concrete sets posts without mixing. Now available for a limited time in a bonus bag with 20% more. Look for it in the red bag. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show on air and online at moneypit.com. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call at 888-MONEY-PIT. 
you're going to get the answer to your home improvement question. Plus this hour, we're giving away a $50 Amazon gift card sponsored by our friends over at Speed Queen. You know, Speed Queen, they've been making washers and dryers that are built to last 25 years, and they really do include the industry's best warranty. They've got over 100 years of commercial reliability, and you can find them at over 2,800 dealers nationwide. Check them out at speedqueen.com, but call us right now for your chance to win an Amazon gift card worth 50 bucks that maybe you could even use to pick up some laundry detergent for all that laundry that seems to pile up so very easily. Going out to one lucky listener, drawn at random, make that you. The number again is 888-MONEY-PIT. Taylor, North Dakota, you've got the money pit. How can we help you today? I have a two-story house. I live in uh, North Dakota, and uh, I have a two-story house uh, that has a forced air system, and it's just not getting uh, the cooling up to the second floor and the heating up to the second floor like uh, I feel it should. I had a, a contractor come in. And they recommended a product to me that I was wondering if you guys had any, any knowledge on it. It's it's a product called AeroSeal, um, where they they actually seal the ductwork um, from the inside, and they claim that it'll it'll seal up the ductwork and get me more airflow. Is this guy an AeroSeal dealer? Uh, correct. Okay. So my only concern here is the reason that you're not having adequate heating and cooling on the second floor is due to a a core error in the sizing of the system. And while duct systems can certainly be leaky, I doubt that that's your entire problem, Taylor. I think that there's an issue with the design here that's at the core of this. And while that's kind of a nice thing to do, and yeah, it'd probably help a little bit, I don't necessarily think that's the first thing I would do at all. I think you ought to talk to some other HVAC contractors, and really what they need to do is look at a heat loss calculation here and figure out how much air you're moving up there, making sure you have enough supply air going up there, making sure you have adequate return ducts, that nothing is blocked or disconnected. This is the second company that came in. The first company actually recommended for me to talk to this company because he he felt the same way, actually. Well, why do they think that your that your duct system is so leaky that's causing this problem? I mean, certainly leaking ducts can contribute to it, but I don't think, I really, really don't think it's the main cause here. I can't imagine it's so inefficient. Your ducts are so poorly put together that simply sealing them is going to solve this problem. You have a very significant uh, issue with inadequate heating and cooling getting the second floor of the house. So I, I think is is an issue of airflow. Is it's an issue of design, and you know I would explore ways that that can be improved. And if you can't easily improve it, then what you might want to think about is adding supplemental heating and cooling to the second floor, uh, vis-a-vis, for example, a split ductless system, which would could could supply both warm air and and cool air depending on the design the model that you that you uh, get but i don't think this is all about duct defects in terms of leaky ducts i think this is a design defect that you have to just haven't uh, nailed it yet okay taylor does that make sense all right sounds good all right good luck with that project thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit well, chair rail molding really does add a bit of elegance to any room. It does serve as a good transition between wall colors if you're looking to have two different colors in one space, and you can also use it to cap wainscoting. Now, to install the chair rail molding is something that you can do on your own in about 45 minutes per wall. Yeah, and it's a pretty easy carpentry project. You're going to need a few tools for this. You're going to need a measuring tape and a stud finder, a good miter saw, um, and a sanding block. But that's a good place 
to start with learning how to cut and install molding. Once you kind of nail that down, then you can start working on putting some additional molding around doors or windows, and then you can work yourself up to crown molding. Now, that can be one of the hardest moldings to do, but there's a great video uh, that can help you figure that out. And it's online right now at moneypit.com. Yeah, our friends over at DIY has put together a terrific video laying out all the steps for one of the toughest kinds of molding projects, crown molding. It's not that difficult if you follow the right steps, and it looks gorgeous. That's online right now at moneypit.com. Just search how to cut and install crown molding. Bonnie in Pennsylvania is on the line with a dippy driveway. Tell us what's going on. Well, our driveway was asphalt originally, and it's probably like, 30, 40 years ago, and there really isn't much left to it now, but it, most of it is fine. It stays solid, but um, this one part, two parts actually have great big dips in them, so you, you kind of go down in, and the water collects in there. So I was wondering what we could fill that in with. It's not like the rest of the driveway is kind of not existent now, but it's not a prop. Well, at least you have a speed bump built into your driveway, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Probably safer <laughs> that way. Yeah. <laughs> if you've got a 30 or 40 year old driveway, I mean, that driveway doesn't really owe you any money. You, you can, you know, patch it. You can have it professionally patched with more asphalt material. But my concern is that whatever's causing that dip is an underlying problem and it's just going to reform over and over again. I mean, once you start to get a dip, of course, the water gets in there and it sort of exacerbates it. But I think your options are to, uh, to top coat that driveway, which you could do with more asphalt material. It's a professional pr- um, project. It's not one you you can do yourself. Or if you want to go ahead and invest the the time and the money right now, you could just tear it out and build it again. Uh, When it gets to be that age, it really does have to be replaced. If you think about it, you know, roads have to be replaced uh, far more frequently than that. But uh, if you have a 30 or 40-year-old driveway, it's probably uh, you know, reached the end of a normal life cycle, and it's time for it to be torn out and completely replaced, not, not top-coated. But you could buy yourself some time by doing the top-coat application. Could you just fill it in with stone or something for now? Or no, because no, it's just going to fall out. <laughs> you know, It's not really a do-it-yourself project. You have to put more asphalt you know, mixed with stone, uh, under pressure, rolled over it. Uh, but my concern about you know, recoding a driveway that's that old is it's just not going to last that long. Yeah, there's nothing much left to Right. Yeah. So it's not worth it. Okay, Bonnie. Thanks so much for calling the money pit. Just ahead, if you have an electric stove, is it worth it to convert to gas? We're going to help you sort out the costs and benefits next. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The Money Pit is presented by Home Advisor. Find trusted home improvement pros for any project at homeadvisor.com. Making good homes better. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Give us a call right now at 888-MONEY-PIT, presented by HomeAdvisor.com. You can find top-rated home pros you can trust right there. And for local pros that want to grow their business, HomeAdvisor is the easy way to get connected with project-ready homeowners.
Hey, now that it's getting cooler outside, your kids might be spending more of the afternoon outside instead of running between all of those air-conditioned spaces. Well, here's a great idea for a backyard project to entertain kids both big and small. Why not build a giant backyard board game? You can lay out a huge checkerboard set or even a Jenga game in the yard. It really is a fun way to bring all the people together. You're going to find that the adults want to get in the mix with the kids. It really is creative fun. And outdoor play as a family or just as a gathering with friends really does make for a wonderful afternoon. Good advice. All right, let's jump into the Lonely Pits uh, community page. We've got some posts here. Take on one here from Carrie. She's got, we currently have an old electric stove. We're not sure if we want to add a gas line and put in a new gas stove. Would there be a good return on the investment? Or are electric stoves now more energy efficient and have more benefits than before? So let's talk first about the cooking quality here, Leslie. I know some people uh, really do love their electric stove because they feel like it has more controllable heat. Is that true? I mean, I think it really depends. People do love electric ovens, especially if they're electric and convection, which means it sort of heats at an even temperature and then the convection part of it blows the heat around to sort of uniformly cook all around. With gas stoves, people tend to think that there's, you know, a hotter spot in certain parts of the stove itself, depending on where that flame is. Now, I think most chefs truly like a dual fuel option where the range or the cooktop is gas, but the oven itself is electric. I think it's truly a preference of how you like to cook. I mean, I have a dual fuel and I love it. Well, converting an electric to gas stove will result in a lower operating cost by about 25%, according to some of the gas conversion estimates that are out there. But, you know, like most things, it's really not that simple. You got to factor in the cost of the new appliance. And it would take many, many years for any real savings to occur. So if it's purely economics, it's going to take a long time. But, you know, if the electric stove is old, you need to replace it soon anyway. Now would probably be a good time to make the switch. The other benefit, of course, is an environmental one because you'll have a reduced CO2 emission as a result of that. And you'll have more precise control of your cooking temperature. Plus, there could be rebates also available from your local utility company. So my suggestion would be to contact the utility company next, ask about the rebates, and also find out if there's going to be any cost to run the gas line to your home. In my experience, as long as you're installing at least one gas appliance, there will be very little to no charge from the utility company for that hookup. And plus, you'll now have another reason to consider that fuel when it comes time to replace your water heater or your furnace as well. So, Tom, really, where is the value or is it a value to convert from electric to gas or oil to gas when you're thinking about heating the home? Well, I think that there's a lot of advantages there because, um, you know, especially if you had oil, there's a lot of risks with having under oil tanks these days. Um, and gas is clearly one of the least expensive fuels you know, when it comes to heat and way, way, way more uh, affordable than electric, which is the most expensive way to go. So if you're going to wrap into your, your heating appliances to this, uh, to this conversion, then I think the economics really start to lean uh, in your favor. And you might want to start a journey of replacing all of those electric appliances with gas. If now it's brought into the house, into the street, and you have these opportunities, I say go for it. Yeah, I really think it's just such a huge benefit. And you're going to see a big savings. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Thanks so much for spending this hour with us. We hope we've given you some tips, some ideas, some inspiration to avoid the perspiration when it comes to projects around your house. We've got lots more online at moneypit.com where the show does continue. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. 
Thanks to State Farm for supporting this show and helping our listeners protect their businesses and lives. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to your local agent today.